Of the 120 generals present at Gettysburg, nine were killed or mortally wounded during the battle. Welcome to Tome Sweet Tome. Hi, I'm Kaylee, and I like sharp objects. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Kylie, and I also like sharp objects, but I'm fine with things that go boom occasionally. Hi, I'm Rachel. I like sharp objects and things that go boom. And I kind of like to kill things while playing Play That Funky Music by Wild Cherry. I'm really glad that's a thing that I know about you now. That's my zombie killing music. Like, I play video games to that all the time. <laughs> so just so nobody thinks that we're oh psychopaths God. who like to actually <laughs> murder people. <laughs> Yes, you turned into a, a book cut. Oh my nah. god, words. We can't talk tonight, guys. Nah, no words. Yes, you tuned into a book podcast. Oh. No, we are not psychic. Maybe a little. We're not psychopaths. No. No. Um, but this week on Tome Sweet Tome, we are talking about a book that is very relevant to the Sharp Objects conversation, and that is Dread Nation yes. by Justine Ireland. I really enjoyed it. I feel like we run into the situation a lot where you like books more than I do. Yeah, well, I am we a happy, happy camper. It happens. I'm the happy medium of people because I enjoyed it, but I didn't love it, love it, but I enjoyed it. I mean, I didn't yeah. dislike it by any means. I enjoyed reading it and it yeah. was very compulsively readable. Yeah, so I read, I read it, it very fast. Yeah, I found yeah. I found myself reading it um, really really quickly, and then I would look and be like, "Oh shit, <laughs> I have how much left?" Yeah, like I was I read like forty five minutes, and I was like, "Oh, I'm like hundred and fifty pages into this." Okay. <laughs> yes, you have my attention. Yeah. Um, so, Rachel, give All a right. brief, overview, brief of the overview of Dread Nation. Well, it starts off with this girl named Jane, who is in this school in Maryland, and she is learning to kill zombies. And this entire book is her journey through her... Because she's pretty sassy. It kind of gets her in trouble. So this book is like the entirety of how she gets into trouble and is dealing with all these zombies with these sweet skills of being able to kill said zombies. And that is it. Oh yeah, and she is, she's black. So it's basically just this sweet ass, like, I guess, what is what do they call it? The Native and Negro Re-Education Act, where they just teach a bunch of African Americans how to kill zombies, and I think that's pretty cool. But also their reasons for it are super, super shitty. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just going back to the whole slavery and racist stuff that makes me personally angry. And also, like, you know, native schools. Yeah, it makes That should make everybody also, like, yeah. native personally and angry. <laughs> and, yeah, erasure. 
Erasure. Yeah, it I it makes me angry. Erasure. Yeah. Erasion. <laughs> it's like you tried to say erasure <laughs> and erosion at the same time. <laughs> so they had a baby. Um, yeah. But I feel like there's more. True. I mean, it's not I just would, zombies. I, I mean, like, zombies I mean, are zombies like a big... Are obviously like the thing. Right. Right. Or yes. shamblers. Yes. yes. So but it was like very shamblers. political. That, that's the thing. Like, like the shamblers are, are like a, a capital T thing, but like they're not like the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like they're a catalyst, but they're not... Like, because the, the big overarching issue is, you know, ooh, shady politics in Baltimore. Ooh, super shady mayor got you shipped off to some from frontier town. And now, you and know, now, like, you're oh, stuck there. Racism because, because Jesus said so, basically. Mm-hmm. So basically, relevant. Because people are dicks. I just, I spend a lot of time just going, mm, yeah, white people. While reading this book, I spent a I spent a lot of time yeah, being I was, very I was angry. very angry while reading this book. Like, and I and I understand, like obviously from a, a writing standpoint, mm-hmm. the narrative had to be this way, you know, because that's the story she's telling. But just the casual way that the names are used and oh, the I insults know. and the slurs, and I was just like, I want to come through this book. And punch every right? single one of you people in but the like, face. How well was that written exactly so that it could just invoke this anger? Like Yeah. No, I mean and that's that's great. Like that part of it, that part of the writing mm-hmm. was spot on because mm-hmm. she got the emotional response. And that's well, and, I feel like this is a very mm-hmm. delicate subject to talk like, about. That makes me, me a little too, nervous like, to talk about it. When when you're looking at, at at the characters that like you are just like you know what I don't even care that you're not like living dead. I want to decapitate you anyway. Um, there, mm-hmm. they, it, it's it's infuriating because they're so believable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. It's just like. Yeah, no. Unfortunately, still see this. <laughs> um, and it just, it just makes me angry. Yeah, so, Rachel, favorite <laughs> plot point? My favorite plot point is probably, like, the idea in general of these schools. I know that Justina Ireland was just switching up this like cultural school and like like the Carlisle school which is in Pennsylvania and stuff and just switching it up so that like certain races and cultures like learn how to fight and stuff which made it totally badass but that was still probably my favorite part is just seeing these like strong girls learning to fight and just going all like yeah I'll kill some zombies and fight people And while this book made me angry, I was just like, yes, strong black female character. And that's what I loved about this book. And that was my favorite plot. That's like the frustrating thing, too, because it's like, oh, my God, like, I love you all. But also, I hate, like, why you're even in this situation. Exactly. 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 Like, it wasn't like a choice. 
They didn't, it was, right. it wasn't like they signed up. Yeah, cool, I'll kill zombies and be like awesome. It was, yeah. people came around to where you lived and forced you to go when you were a certain age. And it's like, on the one hand, like you said, yeah, that's, you're badass. You can wield sickles like nobody's business and decapitate zombies and all that stuff. And on the other hand, it's like... Oh, you were forced and that however, sucks. You were ripped from your family. Yeah. 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 Like, because I like this book because it was, like, so exciting and things were happening. But then you, like, brought back to, like, oh, yeah, this these are all, like, shitty situations. Like, this is very racist and it makes me uncomfortable. So this is um, this is kind of relevant because we're talking about this right now, and we've mentioned it before. But a lot of this stuff, like the, you know, the training schools and all that, she bases in actual happenings, you know, with the Carlisle School and where they would, you know, rip Native children from their families and quote unquote reeducate them or whatever. Um, Margaret Atwood, who everybody knows, wrote The Handmaid's Tale, um, is actually teaching a master class on fiction mm-hmm. writing for her website. And I watched the preview for it. And she talks about how in The Handmaid's Tale, all of the terrible stuff, and I've not read it, but she says all of the stuff that happened in that book, she didn't make anything of it up. She didn't use anything that hadn't actually happened in history at one time or another. And that's why it's so... It's terrifying. From what that, I hear yes, about the book, book like that's what makes it so unnerving. It scares me. Right. So... I feel like Justina Ireland did that here where she took stuff that actually happened in this in throughout American history and used it in this fictional America and that's what made oh, this so effective because we all know like what had like around like the Civil War era we know how people were like we learned about that in history class like we were already livid about how they treated people who they thought were quote unquote inferior and to read that now it, like it just makes you so angry all the time and you're just like oh my god yup forge what mm. about you see my my problem is like every time i think about this book i'm like i love everything about just the way that she like and and it kind of harkens back to what you're talking about but like just like the way that she manipulates history it's it's incredibly 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 believable you know what I mean like it's not this like jarring thing where it's like but this doesn't even make sense no like it is incredible and I love it and I wanted to get that out before I like didn't get a chance to say that I love this alt- I love the, the way that this alternative history works. Um, I also just love I feel um, the whole Summerland thing, like in terms of, you know, we know best, you know, this whole like, you know, making making zombie proofing great, you know, like and then realizing it's like, you are all freaking idiots. This is not how this works. You're stupid. Um, just like watching this, you know, like, ide- like this ideology just crumble out of just ignorance. <laughs> I, re- I, was, no, I really I was enjoyed all over listening the to that. On that. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. It's totally fine. 
No, that's fine. Like, I, like it's because you're it's, right. It's just, it's just arrogance. Like it's pure arrogance and and ignorance that just completely destroys them. And I love that. Well, well, not even that, but it's yeah. your yeah. own fucking fault. My apologies. The first time she's out on the wall. And she sees shamblers come up to the wall. And her instinct is to go kill them. And her partner for that day is like, "Mm, you can't do that. The sheriff's orders say we're just supposed to let them go. So long as they're not actually attempting to climb the wall. Or, you know, dig through it or whatever. So, they're on orders to not kill the ones that already come up to the wall. So by the time you come to that big fight scene where it's like thousands of them are coming for us. They just let them come. It's the idiots. They're You're a fool. so. Did every idiots time one of them would talk, I'd be like, "Oh my idiots. god!" Right? Oh, I was so frustrated. I'm just like, "Come on!" But I love. Oh god, I just, I really, I really do love this book, guys. I was, I was worried because, like, we've talked before about you know getting our hopes up on things. So I was, I was try. I just, I really enjoyed it. I really did. Also, I have to say, with, Dark. like, Jane the Sass Master, I think, Kaylee, I don't think I texted you about this. I definitely texted Rachel, and I was like, is this my sister? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was reading it, and I was like, oh, my God, it is. <laughs> I love her. I love her very much. I'm going to move on now. Kaylee, how about you? Um, so I had a couple. Uh, the first one being yes, Jane's yeah. mom. I really enjoyed that was a nice plot twist. The way that that, that that everything involving her mom and the major was revealed to with like I'm such a good liar, I even lie to myself. I was a yeah. See, see I was okay that wasn't that. something that I enjoyed. What I enjoyed about her mother was the you know throughout the entire book she's talked about you know she's this upstanding white lady blah blah blah. blah. And then it comes out that she's she's actually a black woman who, like Catherine, was passing and used that shit, like, unlike Catherine, like, yeah. she used it to her advantage. And I was just kind of like, I love get it, her girl. Mom so much. Like, I was like, yes. Yeah. Now, the lying about the major, I didn't like. I felt like it was abrupt. And I also feel like the I can lie to myself thing, you can take mm-hmm. that so far. But when you are in first-person narrative and you are in the main character's head, they're going to have thoughts and slip-ups and things like that, even to themselves, that could give you a clue as to, wait a minute, that's not entirely right. So the way that it, she didn't do any of that in the before, and then just abruptly, boom, here's this thing with the major, it's like, it didn't work so well with me. But we're not there yet. The second thing I really liked is that the South got overrun and that creepy preacher dude talks about how the shamblers are karma for, you know, emancipation and all that stuff because he's a douche. But really, if you look at it, the states that were super big into slavery were the ones that (laughs) had the most shamblers. So I agree it's karma. I do not agree that it is the exact kind also, of karma he's like, talking about. Back to, I agree, and coming back to like how much how I enjoyed the way that she wove 
like the way that she wove actual history into all history, I love that like that was the reason for Sherman's March, basically. Like that was so well yeah. done. Like to me, like that was so well done. I love when history so, is rewritten in fiction those are my, really well. Right, right. Like like whenever it's like done what like yes, thank you. Beautiful. I feel like this book is a really good um tangible and kind of point outable um, example of the quote from Hamilton, mm-hmm. history has its eyes Ooh, on yeah. you. Because, like, she rewrote history, but she didn't right take away like, any of its impact. So, have like, you guys read Abraham Lincoln Vampire I don't know if Hunter? I'm explaining this quite right. I have not. Um, mostly because no. I, was, I was scared away by the really awful looking movie trailers. Okay, the movie, the movie is absolutely garbage. Absolute garbage has nothing to do with the book i i swear to god they did so bad at putting book to movie but this book actually reminded me of abraham lincoln vampire hunter because of how well like history was written in with like vampires and then dread nation was written in well with zombies and i was like oh yes i have found my aesthetic Okay. I so yeah, if you guys check that out now. Yeah, if you guys are interested, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, ignore the movie one hundred and ten percent because that was garbage. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Book recommendation hashtag. Um. So Forge, what about your least favorite plot point? And if you say you don't have one. <laughs> back to me I, I promise I won't say I don't have one but if you can come back to me all right Rachel uh I'm not gonna say the 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 racism or anything because it it is like the 1800s and like that was just that and it was written really well my least favorite plot point is probably just Jane's crush on Gideon mostly because where did he go? <laughs> yeah, yeah no, the romance was, was aspect towards. Yes. that was kind of tossed in was very yeah. yeah I, like I didn't, last I minute. didn't see it coming. It felt and like then when it started happening, I was like, "What? What? What? I, what?" I honestly, I that was honestly what I was leaning towards. Was like I didn't really need it. You know what I mean? Like I didn't need yeah. romance. Like this book didn't need romance to me. No, not at all. Like. Well, and you're never going to hear me say that, you know, a book doesn't need romance. Yeah. I like to ship things. It's what I do. So I'm always down if it's there. But it kind of felt like she was leaning towards I maybe mean, doing yeah, a love triangle. I hope it doesn't go there. Because you have all this stuff with Red Jack and then Gideon pops up. And then it was kind of like she didn't want to commit to it. So the elements yeah, so like, were still there. I couldn't there. even like pinpoint like who are we romantically interested in again? I have no idea, and because uh, exactly. it changed from page to page, just disappeared. So I'm just gonna choose to look at it. Like she thought they were both really pretty and bonable. I can get and that, that was it. 
Because, I mean, the seeds of romance were there, but they weren't, like... They weren't fully formed. There. They did not grow and blossom. The little, the little row markers, you know, that tell you what plant you've planted yeah. where, were there. But you couldn't see anything else that told you. Yeah. Yeah, that so, was my least favorite. That was nice. That was nice. <laughs> nice metaphor. <laughs> I tried. That on, Forge, I, mean, I, I wasn't lying when I said that was what I was leaning towards because I just I didn't I didn't no like I, I didn't need it you know what I mean like there are times where I'm like oh my god now kiss but like I didn't that wasn't what I was that you know what I mean like that wasn't what I was excited about in this um, and so when it felt kind of weird I was like meh meh honestly if we're being real here. I was personally hoping it would oh, be Jane and Catherine. Though I love their friendship. Especially, like, whenever... Like, I had this, like, little moment whenever um, Jane... <laughs> whenever Jane was talking to Catherine and, like, in her head, she's like, that's where I learned to kiss, but she doesn't need to know that. And I'm like, yes, get it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. She's like... Maybe the boys are a misdirection, and this is that, really where we're that going. I would be fine with. I can, I, I can get on so that train. Down with that. Yeah. But like, if we're going into shitty love triangle, no thanks. Yeah, I'm over love triangles. Agreed. We have. We this have, world we've needs less this. love triangles. I'm going to add it to the eventual bookmark list. <laughs> Just say no to love triangles. I like it. Kaylee, I third that motion. So, my issue wasn't necessarily a plot issue. Um, My issue was to do with pacing. I felt that the pacing of this book was rather off. places from last week? (laughs) Um, Because, you know, the first 200 pages of the book are in Baltimore... And I felt like a lot of the stuff that happened in Baltimore could have been condensed. A lot of it. Yeah. Like, 90% of the stuff that happened in Baltimore wasn't necessary. I honestly don't remember 90% of the stuff that happened in Baltimore. So it felt like the story really got going when the mayor and Miss Anderson, who I really hope got eaten by a zombie, um, you know kidnapped them and sent them out to Summerland. Like, that's when the story really, like, it felt like the story really started. So it felt like the book had a really long prologue. And so she lingered on a lot of the stuff that happened in Baltimore. And then once you get to Summerland, it felt like it kind of sped through a lot of the Summerland stuff. because, like, it just went real fast. And I was like, no, but I want more horrible, horrible Kansas time. And, like... On the one hand, the amount of racism and terrible things that were in the book was enough. But on the other hand, like, I felt like we were told a lot of things were true and didn't yeah. get a lot of examples. Oh. Which, like I said, I'm cool with. There's a lot of, there's yeah, a lot in we the book already. There's a lot of racism and but stuff. There is a it's lot. It's a lot. But, like, there is a lot to unpack. It's a lot, but it's but also accurate. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just 
the pacing was my big thing with this book. It felt like it dragged in areas it shouldn't and then went really fast through the place where it should have taken its time. Mm-hmm. Which I guess is a plot yeah. thing. Yep, I'll go with it. I'll take it. Um, Forge, your thoughts on the plot as a whole? I just really, like, I had a fun freaking time reading this book, guys. Like, I really, I honestly, I just really, really enjoyed it. Um, I thought the plot was fun. I, I like, like, I, I go back and forth on zombies in general. Um, I like them in certain things. I dislike them a lot in other things. So I thought that just the overall use of shamblers was was really good um and i appreciated that like i like that it wasn't just like all about that <laughs> like it is but it, it also isn't so it know it like it really worked for me and i enjoyed it no i had Rachel. fun reading it like i said it took me like a day i was i think i was emotionally invested in it because i was so angry and frustrated with all like the facts that I knew and everything but I enjoyed reading it and it was so well written with rewriting history with the shamblers and it just it was pretty good and I really enjoyed it and I also it just made me angry at the same time so good job (laughs) (laughs) well done making me feel things Um, for my part I enjoyed it you know I already kind of talked about the the couple hang-ups I had but on on the whole it was a it was a fun quick read and even though it was quick it had a lot to unpack and you there was a lot to deal with we talked about the emotions so I enjoyed it it was a it was a good book wasn't too bad. Now that I... Yeah. I had fun. Um, when we jump into character discussion here, so we keep mentioning relevancy. And I'd like to talk about Gideon for a second. Go for it. Because there is a scene when Jane is trying to pass Catherine off as white. So that she has an easier time of it in the town. And, which there's a lot to unpack in that statement alone. But they go down with Gideon and he pulls out the forceps for the phrenology. I maybe saw a little bit of red because it's just Mm -hmm. fucking ridiculous. But anyways, so I feel like that's really relevant now. With the, he says he didn't believe in it, but he did it anyways. Yeah. And, like, oh. He was annoying, to be completely honest. I just. He felt more like a plot device than a character. I was like, oh, look. He was just, he was like walking exposition. And then it was like, oh, yeah, he's the Baltimore mayor's son. Oh, wow. Uh, nice plot twist yeah. that I don't care about. 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't really feel like, I didn't really feel like that added anything for me. You know what I mean? I mean, I, it's like, oh, okay. But it didn't, meh. Like, I, I didn't think he needed to be connected there. Yeah, not really. No. But, yeah, it's just, that one bit sticks out to me real hard. Because, like, you don't even believe in it as a scientific pursuit, which you shouldn't. And you're still going to go ahead and do it. Mm -hmm. The other one that really had me, like, raging um, was when they were at that lecture. And it was, like, and it was this whole, you know, comparison of... Well, these are the right people to send off after the shamblers because they're immune because so are animals. And it's like, yeah, whoa, whoa, I whoa. Excuse hated that part. I, you. Yeah. Excuse I had to put the book down you, and like, just take a breather. But again, like, I just, like, I had to just, like, stop and be like, there are people mm-hmm. who are like this now. <laughs> it's horrendous. Yeah. Absolutely horrendous. And, like, I feel Catherine on a spiritual level because I am also very white passing. So, like, I just get very angry about things and, like this. And then I'll say something and people are like, well, you don't, you can't have an opinion because you're white. And I'm like, I'm not. Not at all. And it just, you have, like, this, it's just this inner rage that I have. And it sucks. Like, I'm not black enough. I'm not white enough, apparently. I don't know. But every time I see, I read something racist, I get, like, just this, just so angry that I have to put it down and breathe. <laughs> Hello? Hi. <laughs> Hello. We got really quiet <laughs> first, and I was like, uh, hi. <laughs> well, no, because I didn't want to just, like, move on from what you yeah. said, because it's super legit, you yep. know? Like, and that's... And that's the thing, like, I honestly, Rachel, like, I was... I've been, like, way more interested in your thoughts on this book as a whole <laughs> than, like, mine. I you just, know? Same. It, it angers me because... Like, I am white passing. Like, it's one of those things where I'm not black enough, and I'm also not white enough. And I'm not Native American enough. (laughs) Just throwing that in there. So, like, it's like my opinions don't matter to absolutely anybody. And it just, it makes, I feel like it makes me so angry. And I can't express it. And I kind of feel Catherine on this, on like the spiritual level, because she had to like suck it up and deal with it while hanging out with those people at Summerland. And I'm just like, oh my god, I would smack somebody. And I just, oh, you know, and that's that's one thing that I I liked when Jane finally gets back together with Catherine and is, you know actually seeing the effect it has on her 
because the way that Jane treats it is kind of cavalierly almost. Mm-hmm. And when she finally meets up with Catherine after Catherine's been living like that for yeah. uh, weeks, I guess it is, you know, you you get to see that it's not as I, I, not as small it's of a deal as Jane thought it was. Mm-hmm. So much so that it starts like affecting you physically. And like, I just, I don't know. This book made me so angry. I enjoyed it, but oh, Catherine, love you. Love you for putting up with that. But yeah, that's my thoughts. I love you too. Love you, Rachel. Love you. On a completely unrelated note, do you know what I just hmm. realized? Hmm. I want to go back and figure out at what point Catherine stopped yelling at Jane for calling her Oh, yeah, I noticed that. (laughs) Like, I just thought about that. And I'm like, how far in did that happen? Yeah, I noticed that after a while. And I was like, when did that happen? (laughs) Huh. I don't think it was like a, like a, I think it was probably around the time they got separated. She she just missed Jane calling her Kate. Okay, I'm 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 backtracking on what I said about romance because now I'm totally feeling Kaylee's <laughs> suggestion. Anyway, where are we at? Kate and Jane. I'm telling Kate you, I got Jane. shipper goggles for days. I can identify a ship at <laughs> twenty paces. If you know, probably further out than ship, that. Ship starboard bow. Um, so yeah, um, I had a problem with Gideon. We've said that. Obviously, you have a problem with the sheriff and a lot of those people. Um, but I'd like to pour one out that for girl poor Maisie. Some more yeah. in life. Served a lot more. She was, she was just trying to figure out and stuff like, when she got sent there, and then they just offed her. Huh. I and like that's that was one of the things too I didn't really like about Gideon because he said he used it so cavalierly, like which is clearly mm-hmm. that is my word of the evening. Mm-hmm. But um, when Jane's like, "What happened to her?" after she realizes who that Shambler is, he's like, "She asked too many questions." It's like, dude, yeah, dude. It's like he liked Jane, but also he was like comfortable in his white person ways and that's Mm -hmm. what that's what frustrates me a lot too because people will be like I'm not racist I'm not that but and then they'll say something and you're like "Ah," but you still have different thoughts sometimes and I'm not saying that about like everybody but there's like one person, like every race that does that. And I'm like, dear God. Reminds me of one of my, a, 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 a Benjamin slash Ned Stark joke, uh, quote that I really love of like everything after yep. butt is bullshit. Yes. <laughs> yep. 
Yeah, there was a lot in this book. But I like Jane. So I would just... Yeah, she I really sassy. enjoy Jane. I really, she... really do. She had to grow on I... me. I didn't, like, start oh, out immediately, like, immediately loving love her. her. But, like, I think I really started loving her when she took over the battle and just started yelling orders. I was like, ooh, girl, yes. Yes. I mean, somebody exactly. had to know what they were doing. Like, yeah. Take charge of everyone. I think for me, it was when they got to Summerland and she actually took pains mm-hmm. to try and help Catherine. Mm-hmm. I mean, whether or not that actually worked out the way she intended it to, um, she did try, which was a huge step forward for her because. As little as, like, 100 pages before she was attempting to throw Catherine under the bus for something really stupid. So, I was like, character growth. Yes. Yes. You have it. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. And Red Jack... I kind of liked his character. Yeah, I wish we would have seen more of him because I was intrigued by him. I would love more of him. Yeah. I'm wondering. I want to see his criminal dealings in Baltimore. Yeah, no, I wanted more of him. I don't think we've seen any more Baltimore. Yeah, but like, (laughs) I would have loved to see criminal dealings in Baltimore. Yeah. He's probably got a whole bunch of criminal dealings set up in Nicodemus. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's all I've got for character. That's all I got, too. I got all my frustrations out. My spiritual feelings. Like I said, I mean, I was way more interested in your thoughts than anything that I had. (laughs) Yeah, like, it's so hard to put, like, them into, like, words, too, because I'm not used to doing it. And it just, it frustrates Mm -hmm. me, too. And it's just, this book brought out all those feelings because there is that character that I just feel on a different level. And I'm like, oh, I feel you, girl. But at the same time, I'm also, like, I grew up in a predominantly white neighborhood, so it's like, ah, yeah, this sucks. And, oh, that's one thing about living in the North. There's not a lot of black people who aren't around the cities. Can I tell you, side note, yeah. Rachel, um, my sister, like my little sister who doesn't really love to read um, because like visuals yeah. don't really work for her and she yeah. can't get into audiobooks, desperately Good. wants Good. to read this book now. I think she'd love it. I do too. Yes. I third that. And I want to hear her thoughts on it. Thank you. I will have to let you know. But yeah, I guys, I was really into this. Yeah, I was cool with it. I'd read it again. I'll definitely yes. pick up the sequel when it comes out. God, I need it. 
Give me, give me, give me. Alrighty then. So now we are rolling into the rating portion of this evening. I'd Rachel, how many like stars? A 3.8-ish. Forge? Four. I give it a 3.6. You're <laughs> your crazy numbers. Yeah, so that officially gives this book a 3.8 out of 5 star rating. Give it a 4. We'll give it a 4. So we'll give it a 4. It's just one of those books where I really enjoyed it, but it's not, I didn't quite love it, love it. So I'm like, it's gonna, it's just gonna be slightly below a 4. Yeah. I'm with you on that one. guys oh is it our favorite time of the day is it time it is the best time of the day the best time of the episode and that is nick cage corner i need you to know and i specifically held on to this comment for nick cage corner your your constant use of the word cavalier uh just had me flashing to national treasure where they're in like they're in the dressing rooms and uh Benjamin's all like, hey, uh, so, you know, like they're talking about, they're talking about like love and relationships and stuff. And he's like, have you told, so you said, I love you to someone. And and she's like, yes. And he's like more than one someone. And she's like, yes. And he's like, then my dad would say you've been too cavalier in your love life too. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, "Mm, save it for Nick Cage Corner. That was a really poor description of that scene. I apologize. If you haven't seen National Treasure, you should. You should do it because it is a national treasure. A national treasure. (laughs) Um, But here at Tome Sweet Tome, we would like to wish Nicolas Cage a very happy ice cream day. I hope he had his Mm. favorite flavor of ice cream. His National Ice Cream Day. Guys, favorite ice cream flavors on three. One, two, three. Vanilla. Mint chocolate chip. Your favorite ice cream flavor is vanilla? I love vanilla. A lot. It's so versatile, and it's also delicious. It's so boring. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. But really. It is a, it is a good Just kidding, not really. Ice cream. It just, it's just, it's clean. No, 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 it's not no, too no. heavy. Here's the question. Vanilla <laughs> or vanilla beans? Ooh. Vanilla bean. There's your real identifier Vanilla there. bean. All right. Yes. We got okay, this. Okay, I will give you that one. Because, like, plain vanilla yeah. is just kind of like... I just really... I really enjoy vanilla. I, it's just... It's it's light. It's clean. It's just... It's delicious. Uh, it can be whatever what you want said. it to be. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um... We really hope that Nick Cage enjoys his favorite flavor of ice cream today. Now, caveat that it is ice cream day on the day that we're recording this episode. So, yeah. Anyways. Guys, it is the end of July. It is the end of July. You know what that means. Do Do I hear owls in the distance? It is our second annual Harry Potter book choice. It's our Harry Potter J.K. Rowling birthday bonanza. 
and we will be reading Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets by J.K. Rowling. Yes. I'm so happy. Which actually, we may have to release this episode a day early. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, I already had that. Because I already had that thought. So you will be getting okay. this episode on Harry Tuesday 31st. Happy birthday, Harry. I, that was not You're awful. a wizard, You're a wizard Harry. That was... <laughs> Nope. We can't nope. do accents to save our lives. Not nope. that one, anyway. I am not no. Robbie Coltrane. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. No. Mm-hmm. Love that man. Anyways, so grab a copy of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets from your bookshelf or Amazon or your local library. Super support your libraries because people are terrible and think that we should replace them with Amazon bookstores. So check it out from the library. Like, I'm so angry about that. I know, it's ridiculous. I saw Let's that... Let's replace something that is paid for with money we don't ever see with something that we will have to pay out of pocket. Yeah. Like, for. I'm sorry that I would like my taxes to go to things that help people anyway, trying not to get political. <laughs> um. So, yeah. Go to your local half-price books or your library or wherever you prefer to get your literature and grab a copy and read along with us for the next week. It's a half. It's a half episode. Yeah, half fortnight. A, a, yeah. It's a half a fortnight. I'm sure a there's week. an actual word for that. A week. <laughs> week. <laughs> but half a fortnight sounds, sounds better. Sounds fancier. Oh. And um, yeah, we'll see you back here on the yes, 31st. Yes, until then, you can email us your thoughts, questions, concerns, puppy pictures, whatever to tomesweettomes at gmail.com you can hit us up on facebook twitter tumblr instagram or goodreads at tomesweettomes we would love to hear from you um it is always super 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 fun um if you could leave us a review on your preferred podcasting platform because that helps other people find the podcast and we can all be one super big happy fun reading family and i think that is all of them i actually remembered it this week yeah I didn't have to add it in with a hokey gimmick. So in the meantime, dear readers, happy reading. Bye. Bye. Bye.